0: Hey everyone, I'm Brevar. And I'm Arnoff. And in this episode of Money Made Easy, we will talk about asset allocation for your Roth IRA. So before we begin to actually explain what asset
1: allocation means, I think it's important that we talk a little bit about investing into your Roth IRA. And just to reiterate, we are not financial advisors whatsoever. We are just presenting you with information that we have gathered and we're just simply delivering it to you on this podcast platform. So
0: the choice will always be yours in terms of what you want to invest in. Exactly. So when we talk about investing into the account, there are ultimately two best options you can take. One, as we talked about in, the last, in our last episode, is to invest in a target date fund, which is one single fund that has a bunch of different index funds.
1: And the fund itself, the target date fund, will do all the hard work of picking and distributing money to all the index funds for you. While, you're do- while your job is to just invest the money and let the fund invest into the various index funds. While you sit back and relax, knowing you will get excellent returns with all the index funds you're investing in.
0: Now, the second option you have is asset allocation. This is basically making your own stocks and bond fund portfolio. All that asset allocation really is, is just your plan for investing. However, the best way to asset allocate for most people will be investing into a target date fund where you solely invest into index funds and very little amount into bonds.
1: And before we continue on with the episode, we want to say that for most beginners, you should be sticking with target date funds. They are the much simpler hands-off approach compared to normal asset allocation, and they will essentially give you the same returns. It'll automatically shift your investments from aggressive to conservative, as you grow older, which you have to do if you have to do your own asset allocation. And most importantly, target date funds save you time and stress.
0: And while it seems like we are scaring you from doing asset allocation, we wanna make sure that you choose the correct option by presenting the reality of asset allocation into your Roth IRA, if you don't invest into a target date fund. You will only be successful if you're willing to put in the extra time and due diligence to do asset allocation.
1: So if you guys are sticking on with the episode, clearly you guys want to know about asset allocation. So let's talk about it. Asset allocation and its biggest benefit in comparison to a target day fund is that you have much, much, much more control over how much you invest and exactly what you invest in. But remember, even though you have more control, you have to be cautious and look to invest into index funds for safe returns and consistent profits. Otherwise, if you just plan on investing into individual stocks and think that, oh, this stock is going to go to the moon, then you should really stick with target day funds because it'll make your life so much easier and you don't have to make decisions that could potentially mess up your your retirement
0: account. And ultimately, there are three big components with asset allocation. The first is deciding your stock index funds and bond funds. The second is how much you want to invest into each. And the third is rebalancing. So the
1: thing that takes most time in asset allocation is actually finding and selecting the index funds that you want to invest in. So deciding how much you want to invest in is fairly simple and rebalancing just requires like a month check-in. So once you set up all the upfront work, it'll become a relatively passive system for you. But the thing is it does take maintenance and initial time compared to a target day fund, which is why some people, if you want to save that time and stress, you might want to go choose a target day fund.
0: So now let's go over the biggest step, actually figuring out which index funds to invest in. The model that we will present to you is a Swenson model. A guy from Yale who actually managed Yale's finances and was really successful Who came up with this model. And his model has been very reliable and recommended by Ramit Sethi, the author of I Will Teach You to Be Rich. However, feel free to tweak it whatever way you want to.
1: Okay, so let's start off by explaining what the model is. So the first part of the model talks about how you should invest 30% of your investments into domestic equities. So all this is really saying is that 30% of what you invest in will be into U.S. companies and especially U.S. stock funds. So it can be small cap, mid cap, or large cap. And it can also be total market or S&P 500. Basically you want to invest into index funds which are either the S&P 500 or the whole market or one of those three caps which is really simple. Then the next part is that you have to invest 15% into developing world international equities. So all this is saying is that 15% of your investments are gonna be into foreign developed countries. Then another 5% is going to go into emerging market equities. And these will be into funds, which are in China and Brazil, which you can easily find if you do a little bit
0: of searching. So once you've invested into those other percentages, Uh, You want to invest 20% into REITs, which are real estate investment trusts. Uh, Basically, you're you're investing into companies who buy commercial real estate expecting that they will profit from their real real estate investments. Then the rest of your 30% goes into government bonds that have stable returns as usual. And essentially, you want to split 50-50 of those with normal bond funds and TIPS, which are treasury, treasury inflation protected securities. Um, they make sure your investment is protected from the growing inflation in the U.S.
1: So everything that we just covered, you have to make sure that you're investing into the funds. So if you're investing into those stocks, you have to make sure you're investing into those index funds, especially with bonds. You also want to invest into bond funds, which will give you a bunch of them for a low price. So ultimately, you get to choose because you're asset allocating on your own. You get to choose how aggressive and conservative you want to be. And depending on your age. If you're younger, you wanna be more aggressive. And if you're older, you wanna be more conservative. And make sure you keep it simple by just simply choosing three to seven funds that way you are not overwhelming yourself too much with all the percentages. And now it's up to you for which and how much you want to invest into each portion. So this can be completely up to you. But for us, what we're personally going to do because we're younger, is that we plan to invest 90% into stock funds So it'll be index funds and a majority of them will be within the U S such as the S P 500 and the total market ones, and a couple of them in domestic equities and emerging markets, but then only 10% into stable bonds because we have time and we can be more aggressive. However, you can do whatever you want. This is your option. Just make sure that you properly know how aggressive and conservative you want to be and make sure investing into funds. That way you minimize risk.
0: Now once you set up all of that, your whole system is finished. You essentially have a personalized target date fund investing into a bunch of index funds that will give you diversified and great growth. All that's left is the rebalancing aspect, which is the part of maintaining it afterwards after you've invested into these index funds. You just wanna make sure that each of your index funds are balanced correctly. And if a particular fund is slowly going down, you need to make sure to funnel more money into it because A, you get more for for a cheaper price and B, you wanna make sure your percentages are aligned up.
1: And obviously this is going to be a long-term plan. So it's best that you keep your percentages equal. So that way in the long term, you know what you're going to be getting. And just don't worry too much about this. You should only be checking this and especially checking your account only once a month after your initial setup. And if the percentage disparity becomes really big, then you can begin rebalancing. Otherwise, you're basically set and you have your own
0: personalized Roth IRA account. So that pretty much wraps up our episode for today. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to continue learning about personal finance, please follow our podcast. You can always contact us through our emails provided in our description or or DM us at our Instagram at Pod. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.